homily five of homilies on colossians by st john chrysostom this librivox recording is in the public domain homily five colossians one twenty six through twenty eight even the mystery which hath been hid from all ages and generations but now hath it been manifested to his saints to whom god was pleased to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory whom we proclaim admonishing every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in christ having said what we have come to and showed the loving-kindness of god and the honour by the greatness of the things given he introduces yet another consideration that heightens them namely that neither before us did any one know him as he doth also in the epistle to the ephesians saying neither angels nor principalities nor any other created power but only the son of god knew and he said not simply hid but quite hid and that even if it hath but now come to pass yet it is of old and from the beginning god willed these things and they were so planned out but why he saith not yet from the ages from the beginning as one might say and with reason he calleth that a mystery which none knew save god and where hid in christ as he saith in the epistle to the ephesians or as when the prophet saith from everlasting even to everlasting thou art but now hath been manifested he saith to his saints so that it is altogether of the dispensation of god but now hath been manifested he saith he saith not is come to pass but hath been manifested to his saints so that it is even now still hid since it hath been manifested to his saints alone let not others therefore deceive you for they know not why to them alone to whom he was pleased he saith see how everywhere he stops the mouth of their questions to whom god was pleased to make known he saith yet his will is not without reason by way of making them accountable for grace rather than allowing them to have high thoughts as though it were of their own achieving he said to whom he was pleased to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles he hath spoken loftily and accumulated emphasis seeking out of his great earnestness for amplification upon amplification for this also is an amplification the saying indefinitely the riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles for it is most of all apparent among the gentiles as he also says elsewhere and that the gentiles might glorify god for his mercy for the great glory of this mystery is apparent among others also but much more among these for on a sudden to have brought men more senseless than stones to the dignity of angels simply through bare words and faith alone without any laboriousness is indeed glory 
and ridges of mystery just as if one were to take a dog quite consumed with hunger and the mange foul and loathsome to see and not so much as able to move but lying cast out and to make him all at once into a man and to display him upon the royal throne they were wont to worship stones and the earth but they learned that themselves are better both than the heaven and the sun and that the whole world serveth them they were captives and prisoners of the devil on a sudden they are placed above his head and lay commands on him and scourge him from being captives and slaves to demons they are become the body of the master of the angels and the archangels from not knowing even what god is they are become all at once sharers even in god's throne wouldst thou see the countless steps they overleaped first they had to learn that stones are not gods secondly that they are not only not gods but inferior even to men thirdly to brutes even fourthly to plants even fifthly they brought together the extremes that not only stones but not earth even nor animals nor plants nor man nor heaven or to begin again that not stones not animals not plants not elements not things above not things below not man not demons not angels not archangels not any of those powers above ought to be worshipped by the nature of man being drawn up as it were from some deep they had to learn that the lord of all he is god that him alone is it right to worship that the virtuous life is a good thing that this present death is not death nor this life life that the body is raised that it becomes incorruptible that it will ascend into heaven that it obtains even immortality that it standeth with angels that it is removed thither but him who was there below having cleared at a bound all these steps he has placed on high upon the throne having made him that was lower than the stones higher in dominion than the angels and the archangels and the thrones and the dominions truly what is the richest of the glory of this mystery just as if one should show a fool to be all at once made a philosopher yea rather whatsoever one should say it would be as nothing for even the words of paul are undefined what is the riches he saith of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you again they had to learn that he who is above and who ruleth angels and dominions and all the other powers came down below and was made man and suffered countless things and rose again and was received up all these things were of the mystery and he sets them down together with lofty praise saying which is christ in you but if he be in you why seek ye angels of this mystery 
for there are other mysteries besides but this is really a mystery which no one knew which is marvellous which is beside the common expectation which was hid which is christ in you he saith the hope of glory whom we proclaim bringing him from above whom we not angels teaching and admonishing not imperiously nor using constraint for this too is of god's loving-kindness to men not to bring them to him after the manner of a tyrant seeing it was a great thing he had said teaching he added admonishing which is rather like a father than an instructor whom saith he we proclaim admonishing every man and teaching every man in all wisdom so that all wisdom is needed that is saying all things in wisdom for the ability to learn such things exists not in every one that we may present every man perfect in christ jesus what sayest thou every man yea this is what we are earnestly desirous of doing he saith for what if this do not come to pass the blessed paul endeavoured perfect this then is perfection the other is imperfect so that if one have not even the whole of wisdom he is imperfect perfect in christ jesus not in the law nor in angels for that is not perfection in christ that is in the knowledge of christ for he that knows what christ has done will have higher thoughts than to be satisfied with angels in christ jesus verse twenty nine whereunto i labour also striving and he said not i am desirous merely nor in any indifferent way but i labour striving with great earnestness with much watching if i for your good thus watch much more ought ye then again showing that it is of god he saith according to his working which worketh in me mightily he shows that this is the work of god he now that makes me strong for this evidently wills it wherefore also in beginning he saith through the will of god so that it is not only out of modesty he so expresses himself but insisting on the truth of the word as well and striving in saying this he shows that many are fighting against him then great is his tender affection chapter two verse one for i would have you know how greatly i strive for you and for them at laodicea then lest this should seem owing to their peculiar weakness he joined others also with them and as yet condemned them not but why does he say and as many as have not seen my face in the flesh he shows here after a divine manner that they saw him constantly in the spirit and he bears witness to their great love verses two and three that their hearts may be comforted they being knit together in love 
and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding that they may know the mystery of god the father and of christ in whom are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden now henceforward he is hastening and in pangs to enter upon the doctrine neither accusing them nor clearing them of accusation i strive he saith to what end that they may be knit together what he means is something like this that they may stand firm in the faith he doth not however so express himself but extenuates the matter of accusation that is that they may be united with love not with necessity nor with force for as i have said he always avoids offending by leaving it to themselves and therefore striving because i wish it to be with love and willingly for i do not wish it to be with the lips merely nor merely that they shall be brought together but that their hearts may be comforted being knit together in love unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding that is that they may doubt about nothing that they may be fully assured in all things but i meant full assurance which is by faith for there is a full assurance which cometh by arguments but that is worthy of no consideration i know he saith that ye believe but i would have you fully assured not unto riches only but unto all riches that your full assurance may be intense as well as in all things and observe the wisdom of this blessed one he said not ye do ill that ye are not fully assured nor accused them but ye know not how desirous i am that ye may be fully assured and not merely so but with understanding foreseeing he spoke of faith suppose not he saith that i meant barely and unprofitably but with understanding and love that they may know the mystery of god the father and of christ so that this is the mystery of god the being brought unto him by the son and of christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge but if they are in him then wisely also no doubt he came at this time wherefore then do some foolish persons object to him see how he discourseth with the simpler sort in whom are all the treasures he himself knows all things hid for think not in truth that ye already have all they are hidden also even from angels not from you only so that you ought to ask all things from him he himself giveth knowledge and wisdom now by saying treasures he shows their largeness by all that he is ignorant of nothing by hid that he alone knoweth verse four this i say that no one may delude you with persuasiveness of speech seest thou that he saith i have therefore said this that ye may not seek it from men delude you he saith with persuasiveness of speech for what if any doth speak and speak persuasively verse five for though i am absent in the flesh 
yet am I with you in the spirit. The direct thing to have said here was, Even though I be absent in the flesh, yet, nevertheless, I know the deceivers. But instead he has ended with praise, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Your order, he means, your good order, and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. This is still more in the way of encomium, and he said not faith, but steadfastness, as to soldiers standing in good order and firmly. Now that which is steadfast, neither deceit nor trial can shake asunder. Not only, he saith, have ye not fallen, but no one hath so much as thrown you into disorder. He hath set himself over them, that they may fear him as though present, for thus is order preserved. From solidity follows compactedness, for you will then produce solidity, when having brought many things together, you shall cement them compactedly and inseparably. Thus a solidity is produced, as in the case of a wall. But this is the peculiar work of love. For those who were by themselves, when it hath closely cemented and knit them together, it renders solid. And faith, again, doeth the same thing, when it allows not reasonings to intrude themselves. For as reasonings divide and shake loose, so faith causes solidity and compactness. For seeing God hath bestowed upon us benefits surpassing man's reasoning, suitably enough he has brought in faith. It is not possible to be steadfast when demanding reasons. For behold all our lofty doctrines, how destitute they are of reasonings, and dependent upon faith alone. God is not anywhere, and is everywhere. What hath less reason in it than this? Each by itself is full of difficulty, for indeed he is not in place, nor is there any place in which he is. He was not made, he made not himself, he never began to be. What reasoning will receive this, if there be not faith? Does it not seem to be utterly ridiculous, and more endless than a riddle? Now that he hath no beginning, and is uncreate, and uncircumscribed, and infinite, is, as we have said, a manifest difficulty. But let us consider his incorporealness, whether we can search out this by reasoning. God is incorporeal. What is incorporeal? A bare word, and no more, for the apprehension has received nothing, has impressed nothing upon itself, for if it does so impress, it comes to nature, and what constitutes body, so that the mouth speaks indeed, but the understanding knows not what it speaks, save one thing only, that it is not body. This is all it knows. And why do I speak of God? In the case of the soul, which is created, enclosed, circumscribed, what is incorporealness? Say, show, thou canst not. Is it air? But air is body, even though it be not compact, 
and it is plain from many proofs that it is a yielding body fire is body whilst the energy of the soul is bodiless wherefore since it penetrateth everywhere if it is not itself body then that which is incorporeal exists in place therefore it is circumscribed and that which is circumscribed has figure and lines belong to bodies again that which is without figure what conception does it admit it has no figure no form no outline seest thou how the understanding becomes dizzy again that nature namely god's is not susceptible of evil but he is also good of his own will it is therefore susceptible but one may not so say far be it again was he brought into being willing it or not willing it but neither may one say this again circumscribes he the world or no if he circumscribes it not he is himself circumscribed but if he circumscribes it he is infinite in his nature again circumscribes he himself if he circumscribes himself then he is not without beginning to himself but to us therefore he is not in his nature without beginning everywhere one must grant contradictories seest thou how great the darkness is and how everywhere there is need of faith this it is that is solid but if you will let us come to things which are less than these that substance hath an operation and what in his case is operation is it a certain motion then he is not immutable for that which is moved is not immutable for from being motionless it becomes in motion but nevertheless he is in motion and never stands still but what kind of motion tell me for amongst us there are seven kinds down up in out right left circular or if not this increase decrease generation destruction alteration but is his motion none of these but such as the mind is moved with no nor this either far be it for in many things the mind is even absurdly moved is to will to operate or not if to will is to operate and he wills all men to be good and to be saved how comes it not to pass but to will is one thing to operate another to will then is not sufficient for operation how then saith the scripture he hath done whatsoever he willed and again the leper saith unto christ if thou wilt thou canst make me clean for if this follows in company with the will what is to be said will ye that i mention yet another thing how were the things that are made out of things that are not how will they be resolved into nothing what is above the heaven and again what above that and what above that and beyond that and so on to infinity what is below the earth sea 
and beyond this what and beyond that again nay to the right and to the left is there not the same difficulty but these indeed are things unseen will ye that i lead the discourse to those which are seen those which have already happened tell me how did the beast contain jonah in its belly without his perishing is it not void of reason and its motions without control how spared it the righteous man how was it that the heat did not suffocate him how was it that it putrefied him not for if to be in the deep only is past contriving to be both in the creature's bowels and in that heat is very far more unaccountable if from within we breathe the air how did the respiration suffice for two animals and how did it also vomit him forth unharmed and how too did he speak and how too was he self-possessed and prayed are not these things incredible if we test them by reasonings they are incredible if by faith they are exceeding credible shall i say something more than this the wheat in the earth's bosom decays and rises again behold marvels opposite and each surpassing the other marvellous is the not becoming corrupted marvellous after becoming so is the rising again where are they that make sport of such things and disbelieve the resurrection and say this bone how shall it be cemented to that and introduce such like silly tales tell me how did elias ascend in a chariot of fire fire is wont to burn not to carry aloft how lives he so long a time in what place is he why was this done whither was enoch translated lives he on like food with us and what is it hinders him from being here nay but does he not eat and wherefore was he translated behold how god schooleth us by little and little he translated enoch no very great thing that this instructed us for the taking up of elias he shut in noe into the ark nor is this either any very great thing this instructed us for the shutting up of the prophet within the whale thus even the things of old stood in need of forerunners and types for as in a ladder the first step sends on to the second and from the first it is not possible to step to the fourth and this sends one on to that 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 may be the way to the next and as it is not possible either to get to the second before the first so also is it here and observe the signs of signs and thou wilt discern this in the ladder which jacob saw above it is said the lord stood fast and underneath angels were ascending and descending it was prophesied that the father hath a son it was necessary this should be believed whence wouldst thou that i show thee the signs of this from above downward from beneath upward because he begetteth without passion for this reason did she that was barren first bear let us rather go higher it was necessary to be believed that he begat of himself 
what then the thing happens obscurely indeed as in type and shadow but still it doth happen and as it goes on it becomes somehow clearer a woman is formed out of man alone and he remains whole and entire again it was necessary there should be some sure sign of the conception of a virgin so the baron beareth not once only but a second time and a third and many times of his birth then of a virgin the baron is a type and she sends the mind forward to faith again this was a type of god being able to beget alone for if man is the chief agent and birth takes place without him in a more excellent way much rather is one begotten of the chiefest agent there is still another generation which is a type of the truth i mean ours by the spirit of this again the baron a type the fact that it is not of blood this pertains to the generation above the one as also the types shows that the generation is to be without passion the other that it could proceed from one above christ is above ruling over all things it was necessary this should be believed the same takes place in the earth with respect to man let us make man after our image and likeness for dominion of all the brutes thus he instructed us not by words but by actions paradise showed the separateness of his nature and that man was the best thing of all christ was to rise again see now how many sure signs there were enoch elias jonas the fiery furnace the case of noah baptism the seeds the plants our own generation that of all animals for since on this everything was at stake it more than any other had abundance of types that the universe is not without a providence we may conjecture from things amongst ourselves for nothing will continue to exist if not provided for but even herds and all other things stand in need of governance and that the universe was not made by chance hell is a proof and so was the deluge in noah's day the fire the overwhelming of the egyptians in the sea the things which happened in the wilderness it was necessary too that many things should prepare the way for baptism yea thousands of things those for instance in the old testament those in the pool the cleansing of him that was not sound in health the deluge itself and all the things that have been done in water the baptism of john it was necessary to be believed that god giveth up his son a man did this by anticipation abraham the patriarch types then of all these things if we are so inclined we shall find by searching in the scriptures but let us not be weary but attune ourselves by these things let us hold the faith steadfastly and show forth strictness of life that having through all things returned thanks to god we may be counted worthy of the good things promised to them that love him through the grace and loving-kindness of our lord jesus christ with whom etc 
End of Homily 5